Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Spilt, where we talk about anything and everything under the sun. I'm Sierra. And I'm Parker. We hope you're having just a glorious, beautiful, wonderful, blessed day this fine Thursday. Well, I guess Whatever day people you're could listen to it later. Um, but yeah, anyways, we have an exciting episode t- for you guys today. We're really excited. Um, but there's a couple of things that we need to discuss. There's a lot we need to discuss. And the first thing that I want to bring up, um, because it's been on my mind a lot today. If someone lets you in when it's like really busy and like you don't, I don't have to let you in. And I let two cars in front of me in today. And oh, not in a traffic? single one put their hand up as like, Thank you. Uh, like the little like no you like put your hand wave. up you go like this no i put my hand out i do a little wave yeah. I, I go thank you so much just, if it's dark i'll roll down my window i want them to see that i'm appreciative yes. and these two people didn't and i honestly was like i am outraged and i'm about to rear end you to teach you a lesson um but then i would be paying them so it wouldn't really be a lesson yeah. for them but i'm just like honestly you're a bitch if you don't do yeah. that and so it really just really bothered me today. I feel like that topic goes with what we're going to talk about later in this episode. True. True. true well, and true. we'll discuss that later. But um, I have to say before we start, I hate this time change. Oh, it's been hell. This time change has been so difficult. I feel like usually I can like adjust like, okay. But the last week, I literally am having such a hard time going to sleep. Oh, well, Coast and has like, been waking up at 6.30 in the morning. I don't know what the deal is. I feel like it gets dark so early that it's like, what time is it? Oh, I literally was like, it's midnight and it's actually just 7 p.m. No, literally, so... I'm like, how is it only 7 p.m. but it's literally pitch black outside? I'm about to like literally crash my car because I can't see it so dark. No, for real. it's a, And I'm like, I'm not used to driving this The dark months, night. like November, December, January are the dark months. It's and the dark I times. truly am like, wow. This is, but it's like, it does not matter where you live in this country. It's always, it's dark no matter where you live in the lower 48. I'm just like, can we please get with Arizona and not do daylight savings? Just honestly, for the pure reason of my child's sleep schedule, because it is been so hard. I'm like, how do we set him back? Because even if we do put him down later, he's still waking up at 630. I'm like, sir what's going on i think and like my niece has been struggling as well so i think every parent would appreciate that and honestly did you see that they are gonna probably do away with daylight savings well i thought they voted on it like last year or something and it, like, i failed. don't know no i think it passed there's like a coalition there's actually like, it's like bipartisan support in the u.s congress i don't know where it's at though yeah, they're well, trying I need to that honestly there's a lot Rocky. more going on in the world that they're worried about so yeah daylight savings can take the back burner daylight savings has taken the back burner right now they're just trying to like run the government right now and figure out how to do their jobs anyways we how, don't to, have to get political. how to make their jobs we don't work. Have to be um, political. the other thing that we must discuss is travis and taylor american royalty the it's the way that um Every single video my Saturday morning was, was of them. And I was not mad. I saw I saw every single video um, from every single angle. Yeah. And I want to say mad respect to Celsius because he sent me an IG um, reel. And that was the first time I saw Travis and Taylor when she runs to him and kiss was oh. on the reels. And then I got onto TikTok and then seeing the lyric change. Yeah. I seeing his reaction, seeing Scott Swift's reaction, like, I was like, this is every anything, what? This is everything that anyone's going to be talking yeah. about for the next three weeks and yeah. as it should be because... I- 
as I was saying before, um, our pod track diet is, I just need everything dissected because I just feel like this is the first real public relationship that we have been privy to from, from Taylor. Swift. No, no, for real. Like, honestly, like, I feel like Joe was like such a mystery man. Like, people didn't even know that she was dating someone. She was so private. And honestly, he's a loser, but who cares about him? Um, but I, like, she's a very private person. And so, like, for us to get more more into, like, her life, I feel like we, we've been seeing so much. But also still behind closed doors. We still don't, like, know that much. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, this, seeing this kiss and the lyric change at the concert was a shift. It awakened um, something deep within my soul. And I was like, thank you. I am so obsessed for not knowing any of these people personally. But I will say I did see a thing because people are like, Joe gets shit on a ton. Especially like when they first started going out, her and Travis, and they like were running and doing all that stuff. Yeah. But it was like, just remember like Joe loved Taylor when the entire world hated her. And like they, she wrote some of, her best songs and love songs about him and i think he was probably more private but i think taylor maybe was just like i'll do what you want because i think that she's someone that's like more out there she was always she's never hit her relationships really before and so i'm there for that and then i was i was talking to my friend courtney and i said I think they're going to get engaged soon. Like I could truly see them Not just that having soon. I could see them being engaged in like a year. No, like spring of next year. I just think their relationship's going so fast. I think they're head over heels. Like they're obsessed. They're obsessed. And I'm like, I'm not saying they're going to get married immediately, but I'm just saying I could see them getting engaged. No, you soon. want to know something that I saw on Twitter and I feel like this, like it's funny and it's, it's crazy. But I feel like it actually is true where this t- this tweet, this whole Twitter thread is like, okay, watch Travis and Taylor have a child and there will literally be a boom in children, like in births. Because like right now, our, like the birth rate in the U.S. is declining. But like she said, like this tweet, like this person said, watch Taylor have, like become a mom and there will be a generation of women who want to become moms as well. And well, the there will be is, like a boost in like literally it's like the next generation and like they're like watch it lead into like a next re- industrial revolution, the next American boom. I'm like, okay, but like honestly, I know it sounds like crazy, but she has the influence but she to has do that, to be honest. That big of an influence. I feel like there's so many like just like people who wouldn't consider becoming parents, but like if Taylor's going to do it, why wouldn't I? Well, you know I mean? and the thing is, I'm like, at this point, that I don't care crazy. if they get married. I just want them to have a child. <laughs> I would be obsessed with that. Like this either could really end so beautifully. They can be together for 20 years. They can have a family or they break up in like three months. Yeah. That's the only options I see. And I just think Travis is such a catch. Like I've been seeing so many videos of his brother just like hyping him up. Like he's such a good person, all this stuff. And I'm like, we love both of them. I think that this truly was in the cards. It was fate and it was bound to happen. The reason why I love like Travis, like yes, he's a little flashier than his brother. His brother's like more a little bit more down to earth because his brother's like an like he's a he's a lineman. He's not like the star. Have player. you seen his game day fits? 
Travis or Jason? Jason. <laughs> I haven't seen Jason's. Him like literally wearing like jeans and flip flops. And See, I love that. He, like, and he, he was like, I don't understand. Like, why are people doing game day fits? Not this big thing. And I was like, honestly, this is iconic. This but, is iconic. Like, the thing, yeah, that's the thing now with all these athletes is that they do so many game day fits. Every game day is a different fit. Like all the jazz players do it too. I'm like, sweetie, you guys are bad. So maybe you guys should start winning games. Also, you're in Utah, my guys. But like, it's fine. So that, no, they can, like, dress up nice. Like, who cares? Like, I feel like Salt Lake is becoming more of, like, an urban area. But it's still, like, podunk Utah. But, like... <laughs> podunk. Out here in the, two, in the, in the weeds out here in our ways. Um, no, literally, like... <laughs> that makes me think of Housewives. Whenever I see these bitches downtown pretending to be, like, all high class. I'm like, bitch, you're literally out, like, on Main Street. Like, I can see, like, tracks. You know what? Let them have their moment. Like, it's just, like, I love that they're trying to glamorize the city because, like, Salt Lake, it's, like, a fun city. It's a cute little city, but it's not, like, L.A. or, like, and even Atlanta is, like, more, like, up, like, higher class than us. And so, like, the downtown's more urban. They have more stuff to do. Anyways, I'm rambling, but I... I, you heard it here first. Well, actually, you heard it from Twitter first. If Taylor and Travis become parents, there will be a baby boom. I'll get pregnant. <laughs> well, you're already a mom. Who cares? But, like, for real. Like, think about oh. it. But, like, think about it. Like, how many women are like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to have kids. And they're like, I think it's time we have a kid if she has a kid. I could see it. I could see it for Anyways, sure. Anyways, those are my thoughts and my feelings. Um, but let's get into the episode. Today we are doing... Wait, I do I want to talk about one more thing. Okay. We can't go into it though, because I feel like this episode will be two hours long. Okay. The Grammy nominations. You know more about that than me. I, we, I remember last, last year we did, which crazy that last year, we can say that, because last year the Grammys are in February. So when they did the Grammys in February, we talked about like the winners. We like did a whole Grammys, Grammys prediction episode. I thought we did Oscars. That was Oscars, my Grammys. guy. No, it was Oscars, my guy. I am willing to bet money on this. Okay, how much? $10. Okay. I'm going to look right now. Okay, I'm going to pause it. Okay, so like, we're back and I've been humbled. I would like to announce to everyone that Sierra doubts me and she doesn't believe in me. She doesn't believe in like my knowledge. And I think this is a good learning lesson for her to cherish my thoughts and my feelings because i'll be honest like i love the oscars but the grammys mean more to me because i like i love music and this year's album nominees made me tear up like who do i choose who's is it sizza sos midnights taylor uh lana i'm gonna cry because lana is literally one of my favorites and you know that about me but she did not know that you have to submit your work to be considered usually for the recording academy she finally submitted this album. Now it's nominated for the album of the year. Oh. I'm like, think about how many songs that she has. That I'm like, how did that not go get a Grammy? How does she not have a Grammy yet? Because she didn't, she didn't nominate herself. Like she didn't like put herself out there. She didn't know. I also didn't know that, but I'm also not making music. Lana's so. like one of the girls. No, but I, I'm excited for this year's Grammys. We can go more in depth in it. Like when it gets closer and like get our predictions, like when it's the show, it's not till February. So wow, they really time. put it out. But they always announce it like pretty early. Anyways, I just had to share that. Okay, well, what our episode is about today is things about Utah slash Utah culture that are toxic. Um, so, Parker, why don't you go ahead and start us off with yours? Well, I was driving down I-15, reminiscing on my life here in Utah, a lifelong Utah and born and raised here 
Okay, you said Utahan. It's a just Utahan. like Utahan. I'm sorry that I spoke wrong. It just sounded like you said like Utahan. It's a Utahan. Was it Utahan? Well, probably with the Utah accents, it's Utahan, but. Utahan. Okay, yeah, anyways, anyways, so continue, I, yeah, sorry. Before I was really interrupted, um, I, <laughs> I had this thought of, like, toxic Utah traits. And if you know me and Sierra, we're from a city that gets a bad reputation. Dub V, baby. We're from West Valley. Um, whenever I tell someone who is from Utah that I am from West Valley and they're not, they go, oh. They're shaking in their boots. They're like, you're from West Valley. I'm like, yeah, what about it? Like, I love West Valley. I will ride or die for West Valley City. And I have gotten asked if I have seen stabbings. I've gotten asked if I've seen, like, gang violence. I've gotten asked if it's safe. People automatically assume that we live in boxes. They assume that we're poor and that it's the ghetto and that there's people dying left and right by gang there's violence. There's shootings every 10 seconds. Like, if you drive down the street, you're going to get shot. Like, and I am here to say the Utah's toxic trait is people think that it's ghetto because brown people live there. And it's the Mic only, drop. it is the only city in the state of Utah where minorities are the majority. And that's why people automatically assume because Utah has like, there's just like, it's just ingrained in our culture, a predominantly white Mormon culture, which, you know, I'm a part of that. I'm white and I was raised Mormon. Like I'm part of the predominant religion. But like I raised like being raised in West Valley like really made me aware of like the stigma like the stigmatism that goes against um Westside City and like the people who live there, like, the multicultural community that it is. And I was like, that's Utah's toxic that's one of like the toxic traits of Utahns. It's like, oh wow, that's crazy. Well, my brother, um, his sophomore year went to Bingham High School and when he told people they he lived in West Valley, they were like scared and they were like, I don't think we can come over to your house. And then they would come to our house and they were fine and they were like, house is, oh, it's Your like house shocking. is They're literally like, nicer <gasps> than probably all of theirs. Like, not to shame. Like, but it's like people like automatically assume that if you live in West Valley, you live in a box. Like, remember, okay, I don't think we've told this story on we here did. before. Did we, we did tell this story? We did talk about it. About our Twitter feud with About the Weber kids. Our high school Twitter feud with Weber High School. And like a lot of it is just like not being aware of like other parts of Utah. And I think everyone, even just like in the country or the world, is not educated on like different things. But people in Utah need to get out of Utah for like go on a trip, go visit a well, city. And I've like talked to people who didn't go to like high school in West Valley and they're experience is so different that I'm like I'm so glad because like we went to a high school where it's like no one cared what you wore to school no one cared you look like like everyone it was such a tight-knit community that it was like everyone vibed with everyone like it was so much fun I'm like I would not trade that for the world so I agree I think West Valley gets shit on and do things happen in West Valley yes I'm not saying like there's been no crime but I'm like it's not to the point where it's like everyone needs to be scared or like, oh, you live in West Valley. But like West Valley City, the crime rate is lower than other cities in the valley. It's lower than Salt Lake City. It's lower than Midvale. It's lower than other cities in the valley. But like people don't talk about that. It's just West Valley is the second largest city in the state of Utah. And so what happens in large urban areas, there is going to be some crime. Like that's what's going to happen in large urban areas. Like no matter what urban area you go to in the world. Yeah. Anyways, those are my thoughts, my feelings. Sorry for the long rant. 
West Side of Bangator all day, baby. Yeah, not the East Side of Bangator. Cells keep saying Esau. I'm like, what the hell are you talking what? about? And he's like, East Side of Bangator. I said, you're going to be Where did he done. learn that? Who knows? I'm like, sir, we read the West Side. And if you what can't get heck? with it, then you need to get out. Anyways, okay, we have some really good submissions from we our loyal people. We have some good people. submissions, and I'm just going to read them, and we're going to react. I actually don't know any of these guys. This is this is going to be a genuine reaction. So our first one says dating culture. And yeah. absolutely. I think that maybe it also has to do with, like, again, with the predominant um, religion here being Mormonism. And it's like you don't have sex before you're married. That's, like, looked down we're upon. We're not supposed to. That people get married when they're 18 and found the love of their lives just i think honestly because they want to have sex and yeah. so well there's like okay here's how i view dating in utah is there's two different groups of people and this is me looking at straight dating because i think gay dating in utah is a whole different can of worms we're not going to open today straight dating i look at i because i have friends who got married when they were younger they kind of followed like the, the pattern of like what you're supposed to do and then I have friends who are still single and we're now in our like late 20s and they've gone through like dating. And then they're, like the men that they're dating are kind of like noncommittal, play with you, losers. Whereas like the people who like follow like the, the blueprint get married when they're 22 years old. And they're good. And they're, they're not like, dating in quote, their older unquote, 20s. They're quote unquote taken and like not available. So like that's like the two sides of Utah dating where it's like either you get married when you're young to someone or you like, like right now, it's like if you're single, then like you're trying to date someone. It's really hard. Yeah, I and can I, see that. For I went sure. through that too, but gay dating is a whole different experience here. If we don't have to talk about that. Yeah. I also just feel like dating very like short amount of time to get married is also crazy. A little crazy. A little kooky. Okay. One says Draper moms. Ooh, Ooh the Draper I mommies. I love me a Draper mom. Shout out to all the Draper moms for um setting the path. I will say when I was like in high school, like the rumor was that Draper mom swung. So I, we love that if it's true. It's so like funny. do like, your thing. Like looking back, Draper moms were always like this like idea. Maybe that's what they think of West Valley. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe we have like some like toxic tendencies with like, Draper moms. Maybe that's like what they think about Sally. It's like who are these people who live there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, this one's a good one. When moms gossip about their girls' friends. And I will say like their oh. children's friends. Oh. And I will say if I ever get to this point in my life, I give you permission to hit me with a bat. <laughs> um because I do think it's very toxic, but I also wonder if a big reason that that happens as well is because <laughs> if you are involved in the church, like in your callings with the young women, I feel like sometimes it gives these these mothers the idea that they can talk shit about the kids that they're working with. Which is literally bullying. Like it's that's bullying. so bad. It's did that happen to you or did you like you see that happen? Um, not me personally, but also because I was a goody two shoes. So like, I don't think anyone would be saying anything about me. That's so interesting. But I have had people, I've had friends that were like, oh yeah. And I just, you know, like, again, this never happened in like my ward or like during my time. But like if someone's boyfriend came home from a mission, like everyone's like, oh, oh they, they probably do? did something. It's her she fault. She grabbed his balls. <laughs> yeah they derf too hard they derf too hard yeah so it's like i could see i could see it um we love we love the derf okay this one's iconic <laughs> as well 
Zero diversity in some slash mills areas. I think we talked about that. that yes. Like West Valley is like very diverse, but a lot of people don't no. know a single thing. You know what? Okay. This brings me back to my mission. So I served in Texas where there's a lot of people of color, a lot of Hispanics, a lot of black people, a lot of like diversity. And most of the people who served my mission were from like the more like white conservative Mormon parts of Utah. And they were like had so much culture shock where like, I feel like I adjusted better. Cause like I was so used to being around people who like, didn't look like me, who had different customs than me, different cultural identities. Like I feel like I was like, yeah, slay. I love that for them. Mm-hmm. Like I was a lot more accepting, like not to say like I was perfect. Like I obviously had to learn a lot for myself. I was a dumb 18 year old kid, but it's like, I saw that firsthand of like what it's like being raised in like a mono cultural society compared to like being exposed to like different ways of living. Yes. And I think like when you do live with other people with different beliefs, whether it be like culturally or like religiously, like it does shift your mind. And so that's why I could see a lot of people being like, Utah is such a bubble because like there's what like the LDS church is like such a big thing here that like people grow up thinking certain things that are like, if you didn't live in the state of Utah, you probably wouldn't have those thoughts. So I hope it's gotten gotten better now. I mean, it's been some time, but I don't think it has. No, I don't think it has either. Okay. This person said everything Utah County. And you know what? I will say Utah County does get shit on, but I also say with good reason. Like, Ugh. West Valley, I do feel like it's unwarranted, and it's just, like, people don't know. They're haters. But Utah County is a scary place. And when Celsius said, I want to live there, I said, absolutely no, not. No, I... Okay, you know where I feel culture shock? Utah County. I will, like... It's, like, such a different experience. I don't know how to explain it. People have asked me, like, what's so different about it? I'm like, it's just, like, such a different vibe. Like, I'm just so used to Salt Lake County. And even, like, I feel like, like, Weber County is, like... A different like it's just like there's so many like different identities along the Wasatch Front, but Utah County is like its own beast because you have a lot of college students. There's two huge so uni- many college there's students. two huge universities like miles apart from each other. Like it's such a unique place. It's a time to be alive there if you ever have the chance almost, to visit there. I almost went there. I used to go down there with you all the time. I actually I go we down did. there. I literally go down there all the time now because I visit mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I was spending uh, every weekend there for some time, but we got out of Utah County. Um, Okay, this one, again, very valid. Asking people about their garments slash gossiping about other people's garments. This one is big, and I will say five years ago, I fell into this boat. Like, I very much was like, (laughs) that girl's not wearing her garments. Like, it was very, it is very toxic, and I have now, like said i'm so sorry and taking I, a breath you took a belly I've breath i've taken a breath and i've you know repented for my ways well it's like okay if people are wearing their garments they can wear their garments like it doesn't affect me if i'm not wearing my garments it shouldn't affect them exactly like, and it's also asking about it is so weird because i'm like it's my underwear it's your underwear so i'm like that's like asking like are you wearing a yeah. thong right now like that is so weird and you would never do that but because they're like garments people are like where's your garments are you wearing your garments like it's so i wild. should say something for our one percent of listeners who live in canada um, we do have a very big following in Canada, so I don't know if you're members of the church or not. <laughs> yeah, huge 1%. Woo-hoo. No, guys, it's literally 1%. Like, who are you? And why are you listening to this podcast? But we love you. We love you. We're going to come visit you. Just let us know what city you're in. We'll do a tour. Just go straight We'll go there. to Toronto or Montreal, wherever, wherever city. 
Okay. Was there anything else you were going to no, say about I, that? No, I don't know where I was going with that. I, I think just, you're maybe saying like if they oh, didn't know what we're garments making, were. Making a lot of church references in this episode. So if you're not familiar with that, shoot us a message or like Google search. Google search. Okay. <laughs> be, be careful though. Soda. That's true. We are addicted to the sodies here. The 44 ounce Diet Dr. Pepper with all the, the flavorings. And you know what? I'm guilty. I love a good Diet Dr. Pepper. I love a good Diet Dr. Pepper with some like um, half and half. <laughs> Give me the milk. With some squirts of uh, raspberry uh, flavoring. and raspberry uh, puree. Yeah, I'm good to go. But it is really bad. <laughs> it's actually terrible. Okay, not me laughing so hard into the <laughs> microphone. I'm so sorry, guys. She's breathing. Okay. <laughs> Plastic surgery young. Mm. Well, okay. This is like a hot take. I mean, but like what kind of... What kind of cosmetics? Well, are we this talking? is like I've seen girlies in high school getting filler, and I oh, do that think that like we should be out of high school. I do Minimum. think that, but again, I'm not a mom of like a teenage now. I don't know what it is, and I'm not saying like absolutely do it, but I agree with that. That I think that we should wait, like take a little breath. Um, but I think it is hard because we do live. Um, in Utah, which is like the number one cosmetic. capital of cosmetic surgery. So it can feel like if you're uh, um, self-conscious about something and, and like other girls your age have it, like it could feel very isolating. But I do think that that is very toxic. I um, Everyone has their choice to do what they want with their body. And I fully, if you want to get cosmetic surgery, go for it. But I do think that there is a strong boundary because like I feel like it can alter... Um, kind of like brain chemistries like and also young girls expectations of what their bodies should look like um it's actually interesting because i saw Nicki minaj she's kind of making a little comeback she's on the cover for vogue next month and she's talking about how she regrets getting so much so much surgery when she was younger because she had a lot of work done and she kind of regrets some of the surgeries that she did and it's a very interesting discussion to have because i feel like She's making those comments. Even Kylie Jenner is now making those yeah, comments. Because she said, like, seeing her features that she's insecure about on her daughter, she was like, I love it. And it, like, yeah. makes me sad that I was like, I need to change all them. that stuff. So, yeah, I think it's interesting. Because I feel like if you want to have a little, like, nip and tuck and do whatever you want. Yeah, like, there, for sure. For your it. body, your choice. But, but like, at a young age, I can see. At a young age, it does unhealthy. have some some interesting impacts, I think. For sure. For some people. For sure. Okay. People asking if you're Mormon the first time you meet. Yeah. That's... I fell into that growing up. I Absolutely. I mean, we grew up in the church. Like, it just like, yeah. was like everything we thought about did. And it was like, oh, if you don't, you don't have the same standards as me. So... No, it's... It's, it's a little bit toxic. It is toxic for sure. And I... I mean, like, you know those shirts <laughs> that people get. I'm sorry for everything I said when I was Mormon. Like... <laughs> oh, have you heard that sound that was like, oh... Oh, it's kind of like the same vibe as like, oh, she grew up Mormon. Like, yeah, 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 it happens. Nothing wrong with that though. We love, we love everyone. (laughs) Okay. The lack of sex education. And I just want to say preach, preach to every single person in Utah because the fact that so many people think, and this is real guys, don't think I'm just making this up, that you have sex through your belly button. That's happened. Um, the whole soaking discussion at BYU, LOL, but also do just like, do that though? like I, really I want guarantee to know. you that someone has at least someone tried has it. for sure, but it really is so true because 
I didn't know any single thing about any part of a, yeah. of a man and or it was honestly okay. what anything about myself. So and you know what? It's fine. It's fine. But I do think that um, teaching abstinence is as a form of birth control is like the number one should not be in the schools. And I get like people have very um, strong. strong religious beliefs that would go against that. But I do think that at school and where you should be getting an education, you should be learning about having safe sex. So yeah. I'll yeah, leave honestly, that Honestly, like I learned a lot in health class in high school. I don't think I took health in high school. I, you're required. It's I thought I took it in like junior high though. You're supposed to take it in ninth grade or 10th grade. I might've taken it in ninth. But I took um, a teacher that we both know, but she went in depth and she really taught us. And I yeah, learned a I lot. I didn't get that. I learned a all. lot. And I like she like learned a lot of like learned taught a lot about like STIs and like the kind of the repercussions if you have like all that kind of stuff. Good stuff to know. Good stuff to know. Okay. <laughs> this one says Good stuff. Judgment. Mm. Yeah. No, so not judge. <laughs> I need okay. Okay. I'm in TB. Facts. Facts. Um, okay, this, I spice. Facts. The stereotypes of all the girls. I don't know what that really means, but maybe just like... The beauty standards. Either maybe? that or just like being like, quote unquote, basic. Like all the girlies are doing... Stanley girls. The Stanley moms. Target the, girls. Yeah. I don't know if it's that, but I will say I do find myself Lulu. falling privy. Falling Same. privy. Falling victim to those stereotypes Same. a lot of the time. I am too. You are too, as you're drinking out of your Stanley cup right now. Ooh. It was a gift though, I will say. It was. Thanks, Tashi. Um, the keeping up with the Joneses culture. Yeah. I could see that. That's a big... It's easy to fall into it. Yeah. And it's easy, I think, it too, because you're like, well, this person my age is doing that. And I think maybe because of like the blueprint that you said that like people in like the, the Mormon church kind of follow. It's like, Oh, get married you get that. So when a lot of people your same age are doing that and, and then they're doing not. something better, or like in your head, like the next step and you're not there, then it's kind of like, yeah. Now you see how I think. Yeah. All my friends have homes and children and are married. But you're slaying my guy. I know I am. Yeah. I know I am, but I, it's still like it's hard. There's still like that that undertone of expectation. Like I don't hate my life. I love my life. I love where I'm at in my life, but it's a different path than like most of the people who are in my life. To be honest, yeah. Which I mean, it's a given for who I am. A gay man, a in homosexual, Utah. <laughs> a homosexual, <laughs> homosexual. Okay. Um, that a woman's job slash purpose in life is to be a stay-at-home mom and not work. I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about this, and I feel like you would know that. Yes. Here's my thing, is if a woman or a dad, a mom or a dad, wants to be a stay-at-home parent and you have the means to do it, I love that for you. And if you want that, I love that for you. Like, genuinely, go for it, slay. But, like... This is where I get upset is that when women do choose to work, like honestly, my mom chose to work. She didn't have to work. She chose to work. She's had a career. She had a career before any of us were alive. And I 
I'm grateful that my mom worked. I feel like for me, it, it worked. And like for our family, it worked. And she was still able to be a good mom. She still is an amazing mom. I, I don't feel any less of a connection with her than I think. I think people assume that if your mom works and she's out of the home, you don't feel a connection with her. She's like, she's not connected. But like, I'm surrounded by like working moms like my family. And like, it's an amazing thing if that's like what they chose to do. And I think people just like love to slander people's decisions on if they uh, choose to work. Well, and I saw this thing that was like, if, um, if you like counted the hours that like a stay-at-home mom worked and all that they did, it was like working like two and a half full-time jobs. And I do say like any like parent that chooses to stay home is doing a lot and they're also saving you money of childcare if you were to both work. And so I do think that it's very toxic to think that. I actually heard someone, we were talking like the discussion was, you know, like families are really like struggling. Like what do you guys think are... Um, things that are contributing to that and someone dead ass raised their hand and said it's because moms are choosing to work and not staying home with their kids and I said sir sit down I never want to hear you open your mouth or breathe one word again it's like literally saying that women aren't being in their place yeah it's very disgusting and like the misogyny showing well and like my mom like she is older and so she worked like in a long time ago and I feel like the standards, obviously a lot more things. Like, I feel like things have slightly changed to benefit women. Uh, like there has been progression like in women's rights. But there's still those comments like at church. Like, oh, well, you do work. Like, oh, well, hmm. How are your kids? Are they okay with that? Like, it's always like, oh, like, were you able to go to that? Like, my mom never missed a damn thing. She was always there. Like, I never felt like I was without because she worked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like it's a whole, I need to have a, we need to have a a discussion on that. Absolutely. Um, the way people pay too much attention to other people's religious beliefs and standings. And I will say facts. I will say facts, especially if you have chosen to like, um, leave a religion. I feel like it just become, it shouldn't be like the craziest thing, but it always is like the newest topic of discussion. Unfortunately, so I agree. I could see that. Um, the cloning, same houses with the same decor, <laughs> all wearing the same clothes. I do think that a big reason to that is that Utah is the the birthplace of influencers and like mommy bloggers. Like that's mommy it all started here, and so everyone's doing the same thing. Yeah, I could see it. But I feel like everyone is still, like, their own individual person. Yeah. Sorry we all like the same thing. Sorry it's cute. (laughs) Sorry I shopped at Studio McGee. (laughs) Sorry I love Studio McGee. (laughs) Sorry that I love the Target line. Okay, someone put fake lips. I feel like that's I'm sorry I want a lip flip. Oh my gosh, sorry. me and Parker legit went to a Botox consultation to get lip flips together. We went together to get... <laughs> lip flip. A lip flip. Uh, Honestly, I still want one. Neither of us did it though. We never... No, we didn't we do didn't it. We didn't commit. LOL. We should do it. Okay, this one. White kids saying the N-word. And I, I... have a still story. do that. I have a story to share. Um, A couple weeks ago... Um, oh my, shit! Oh my gosh! Wait, I know what. Oh my yeah. gosh! This, okay, guys, so, this story is crazy. 
It is actually wild. So a couple of weeks ago, my father, who is Samoan, my brother-in-law, who is half Tongan, half white, and then my cousin, who is white, went golfing at a golf course in West Valley. And they were going, and my dad even said, he's like, yeah, we were going slow, but there were like groups being like, hey, could we guys, can we pass you guys? And they're like, yeah, for sure. Like, go ahead. Like, they didn't care. There was a group of 17-year-old boys behind them that yelled, hurry up, and said the N-word. And my dad cannot hear in one of his ears. So he was like, what? Did he say what I just think he said? And my cousin, who's 16, was like, yeah, he did. And so my dad's like, hey, you know what? Let's just like wait for them. They're going to have to like circle back. I don't know golf stuff, but they're like, we're going to run into them at the end. Like, like we the should route just, or something. Yeah. Okay. And my dad was just like, I just wanted to talk to them to be like, hey, I'm not going to like beat you up, but you need to watch your mouth and what you say. Like, that's not okay. And like someone else might like someone else might throw hands if you were to say that to them and he was like just trying to be calm because he's like uh, which i'm shocked because my dad, dad is I'm a very a hothead he and is. so anyways long story short like they had a an altercation like a run-in with these kids and like one of the kids was like my cousin works here he's gonna come and like throw you guys out or something and lo and behold the cousin comes out and's like yelling at them like you need to get out of here and they're like do you even know what happened and he was like, no. And they told him and he was like, oh, like, sorry. And like same, like the manager wanted to like speak to my dad and my brother-in-law. And he was like, hey, like, that's not OK to like talk to kids like that or something. And my dad was like, again, do you know what happened? And he was like, no. And he told them and he was like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, they, those kids should not be welcome back. They should not be able to golf there. And I'm just like, also, you're dumb. One. Two, like you, they probably thought they were so cool. They were probably like, oh, there's some people of like, those are some brown people they ahead of us. I don't even know what your dad's let's, let's yell this at them. But I'm like, it's not cool. And you meant it as a slur. Like, yeah. and that's the thing is I'm just like, it is when you are now 15, 16 in this day and age, you should know better. And if you are a parent and have not had that discussion with your teenage children, I shame, encourage shame you on to you. do so shame because we are not living in times of like 10 years ago. Like it has been a discussion that should have been had with your kids by this point. And so, yeah, if you're someone that's saying the N word, you really need to check yourself because you're not cool and you actually are stupid. Sorry. Well, and it's not only like the kids saying that stuff to your dad and brother-in-law, but it's like everyone assuming that your dad and brother-in-law are the one at fault. Like that in itself is a microaggression. Yeah. I'm like, like it's just like I'm assuming like, okay, that your dad's the bad guy. If you guys are going to say there's an altercation between a group of 17 year old boys and some adults. Do you really think the adults started some shit with some little kids no, when they're golfing with the young kid? They're assuming. Yeah. You're, you know what? I didn't even think about that. Like and you are right. It's like they're automatically, Oh yeah. Like this guy, like look at him. Like, yeah. Like they're like, they're automatically assuming that your dad like started something, even though those kids were yelling at your dad and yeah, telling and him I'm, literally a racial slur. I'm like, honestly shocked that he kept his cool because I'm proud of him. I was like, dad, like well, you didn't go off. And like, he was like, no, like I just wanted to let them know that it's not okay to do that. No, I'm glad that your dad did that. And also your dad is literally from California and he like, like, wasn't he like, like raised there partially growing up? 
Yeah, he moved to Utah when he was really young, but he was... He grew up in Compton. Yeah, like he's from like... And he had cousins that LA. still lived there when they moved to Utah and they would go back in the summer and visit yeah. them. So. so it's like your dad knows like... And it's like we're not in the 60s anymore, people. Like, can we like move? Like, can we progress well, and I'm society? Just like, I understand like when you're young, you say stupid shit, but it's like at this point, it's like not like there's been so many things going on there's been so much awareness brought yeah. to this topic and it's kind of like you know what like 10 years ago were people saying the f word as a slur yeah like but then you were educated and it was like hey guys like that actually is not great and it was like okay we learn and we move on and we don't make those same mistakes yes. but i'm like it's not that time like it's been a topic of discussion yeah. for years now and something that should be addressed. Well, and, like, I appreciate your dad because, like, he took that time to, like, go talk to him and, like, say, hey, like, let's not say that anymore rather than, like, getting, like, crazy. But obviously those kids are, they seem like they're little brats. Yeah, I was just like, nice it's way. not cute. I was actually very heated. When I was... Yeah, that's very upsetting. And I'm really sorry that your family had to go through that. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. And that's on being brown in Utah. <laughs> like, for real. Like, that goes that goes right back to the thing. The main thought, the main point. Yeah, it really, it's really sad, but um, not to like. Try to get all serious. Get, yeah. <laughs> um, but we appreciate everyone writing in. These were some great ones. I didn't think of like half of these, like when I was like thinking of things that we could talk yeah. about. And I'm so glad we did that because we got a lot of good insight yeah, from no, everyone. Yeah, it was really good. Thank you for everyone who submitted something. Um, I enjoyed this episode. This was fun. We should do a part two. We say that with every episode that we ever well, do. Like, I'm like, we should do a part two. Our episodes two. are like, we're like kind of creative. Like we're like kind of like, we're like creators. It's like we're like podcast hosts. Or like something. we're like, we're like slay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, again, thank you guys all for tuning in and listening. Another week here at the Spilt Pod. We hope you have a wonderful weekend or day whenever you're listening to this. And we, we just, just spilled the tea. tea. Bye. Bye.